It's Monster Monday on the Jack Lantern Press Podcast. My name is Michael Piccarella. And my name's Tom Piccarella. Each Monday, Tom and I talk about and briefly profile a monster of the week. This Monday's monster, the Goblin. That's a goblin tune from the 2008 animated movie Scooby-Doo and the Goblin King, which I love. And I've talked about this movie before on the show. There's like almost every monster you could think of in this movie. And it's a fun Halloween Scooby-Doo movie. Um, But yeah, there are tons of goblins in it. And uh, that's a fun little goblin tune from that movie. But when I think about goblins, Tom, when when you and I said, okay, let's do uh, an episode on goblins, the first thing that I thought of immediately was the Jack Perlutsky poem, The Goblin. Um, oh, yeah. Which is in his poetry book called It's Halloween, came out in 1977. And I think about that illustration of that goblin that Marilyn Hafner um illustrated in the book and it has this green goblin sitting up in this tree and it's it's so iconic to me because we would we read that thing every year it's so iconic to me that one year I drew and cut out and painted a goblin out of wood uh, one Halloween and I stuck it up in my tree so it looked like he was sitting in my tree outside my house just like in the book Um, But I was going to read the poem real quick, just because it's a short one, um, and it's a fun one, and it goes like this. There's a goblin as green as a goblin can be, who is sitting outside and is waiting for me. When he knocked on my door and said softly, come play, I answered, no thank you, now please go away. But the goblin as green as the goblin can be is still sitting outside and is waiting for me. And um, yeah, Dude, it's I just, love that with poem. the picture and all. I, just, I love that poem. And so so this is a little bit off topic, but that goblin poem, from what I remember reading somewhere some time ago, there's this was a softer version of a poem that Jack Perletsky wrote for his 1976 collection of poems called Nightmares poems to trouble your sleep it's called the ghoul and i wanted to read you this i don't know if you saw this poem tom but this is this is kind of like the goblin waiting outside for the kid to come out so in in the the goblin poem it shows this kid in his room he's in his bed and the goblin is sitting outside in a tree outside his window and the kid comes to the window and says no thank you please go away but there's another poem this one called the ghoul where it has this ghoul sitting on the like a jungle gym outside of a school and, and you see these three kids peeking out a window and here here's the poem I just want to read real quick The gruesome ghoul the grizzly ghoul without the slightest noise waits patiently beside the school to feast on girls and boys 
He lunges fiercely through the air as they come out to play, then grabs a couple by the hair and drags them far away. He cracks their bones and snaps their backs and squeezes out their lungs. He chews their thumbs like candy snacks and pulls apart their tongues. He slices their stomachs and bites their hearts and tears their flesh to shreds. He swallows their toes like toasted tarts and gobbles down their heads. Fingers, elbows, hands and knees, and arms and legs and feet. He eats them with delight and ease, for every part's a treat. And when the gruesome grizzly ghoul has nothing left to chew, he hurries to another school and waits, perhaps for you. So, <laughs> so that's the that's, that's awesome. the more that's the more uh, I guess maybe that's probably an R-rated version. <laughs> yeah, but, maybe uh, that's it. Started with that, and then he toned it down with the goblin one, just waiting outside for for the kid to come out and play. Anyway, so for mythology. Where do goblins come from? So there's a bunch of different kinds of different kinds of goblins that I found, but in general a goblin is a monstrous creature from 14th century European folklore. Um, they showed up in on the scene in stories from the Middle Ages. Typically they're small and grotesque, mischievous, even malicious. They're greedy, especially for gold and jewelry. Similar creatures include brownies, dwarfs, um, gnomes, imps, and trolls. Um, unlike trolls, though, who are said to reside under bridges and in forests, the goblin typically makes a home for itself in the mountains, just waiting for an opportunity, usually deep into the night, to snatch a highly, highly va valued items like that, like, um, sorry, like uh, golden jewelry, again, because they love the golden jewelry. Now, according to a goblin article from mythology.net, goblins are most prevalent in northwestern Europe, Scandinavia, the British Isles, and the United States. Um, however, the goblin is also rumored to have German, Greek, and Latin roots with an overall negative connotation. Um, Gobelinus was the name of a devil or demon haunting the country of Normandy. The name goblin, I found, is said to derive from the old French spelling gobelin, that's G-O-B-E-L-I-N. I'm not exactly sure why, because gobelin in French is a rich, textured type of hand-stitched tapestry fit to decorate a wall. So I don't know how <laughs> those two come together, but... Uh, Mythology.net also um, said that this article says that um, there are 10 different types of goblin and each goblin varies in appearance quite dramatically depending on its country of origin. Um, but, but yeah, most types of goblins are known for having quite unruly hair and green colored skin. So the 10 types, there's tr a trow and trows have the ability to morph into human-like form however they're usually small in stature with an ugly appearance the second type kobolds and i don't know if i'm saying that right it's yeah that's right o l d kobolds yep. um, they're the more stereotypical goblin with an appearance similar to the house elf known as dobby in the harry potter series uh, hobgoblins are the nastier types of goblin known for their dark shaggy hair these guys are most are closely related to the mythical creatures known as brownies 
um, and they don't mean to cause harm and are widely known for their practical jokes. The knocker is the fourth type, um, and this one's quite similar to a hobgoblin in both temperament and appearance. It makes its home in a mine and often be befriends human mine workers so long as they stay on its good side. The fuka, this is spelt P-H-O-O-K-A, is also similar to the hobgoblin in attitude, yet takes the form of a dark black horse. Number six, the boogie, is a very small sub-race of goblin. It's extremely difficult to kill due to its size. Seven, the hogboon, is the friendliest goblin. Some say that it doesn't even look or act like a goblin at all. The eighth type, the tengu, is another sub-race of goblin that sometimes mimics the appearance of a dog-like Chinese demon, but more often takes the form of a bird. Tengus are uh, respected by Buddhists as guardian spirits despite their demonic nature. Then you have the Kalakanzaro. Kalakanzaro, it's K-A-L-L-I-K. A-N-T-Z-A-R-O, derives from Greek mythology um, <clears throat> and possesses a very long and lean appearance. And number 10, the Kolkisu, which is spelled K-O-L apostrophe K-S-U, is a type of goblin different from most others as it resides in the sea and resembles a mermaid. Unlike a mermaid, however, Kalkazoos are very dangerous and unkind. So those are the 10 types. I had one fun fact before we get into your strengths and weaknesses, Tom, and that is there's a book from 1962 called Dilly Duckling and the Goblins by the Belgian cartoonist Peo, born Pierre Culliford. So these goblins, if you pull up this book, Dilly Duckling and the Goblins, you will recognize them as the Smurfs. So I guess before they were called huh, Smurfs, that's they did funny. a book, Dilly Duckling and the Goblins, and so Smurfs are freaking goblins. They're basically goblins. <laughs> so, I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's, that's kind of cool. That's kind of funny I, that they... I mean, I never really they thought are, what they were. They're, uh, they're uh, not yeah. green, but they're blue. And uh, yeah. But still, they they could represent being a goblin. But here's the thing, yeah. though. Like, if you if you look at at all these different um, you know traits that all these goblins have, one of the big things that that I always liked about goblins was that they're like tinkerers. Uh, you know, they they like to be engineers and put stuff together or build traps. You know, come up with all these these different contraptions and whatnot. And even when we started doing uh, you know these different. Um, these different, you know, looking into goblins and whatnot, the first thing that came to my mind, and I know people are going to say, oh man, he's he's referencing World of Warcraft again, but there's a goblin class. Uh, it came out with the expansion Cataclysm, um, which was, was a great, I thought it was a great expansion. Some people didn't really like it that much, but that's when they introduced uh, your ability to play as a goblin. And... Uh, I just gotta I gotta say some of their their little traits uh, that they have because it's really cool. Um, first off, there's one of these sayings that a lot of the goblins have said since day one when World of Warcraft first opened. It always is time is money, friend. So when you would leave a vendor, 
when you were, you know, selling all your stuff that you found out in your adventures, uh, there would always be this goblin behind this, this, uh, this desk as you're selling your stuff. And he was always like, oh, time is money, friend. And it was always just funny because in every sort of situation with a goblin, they always want the best deal. They're over there. They, you could, you could <laughs> take advantage of a goblin because, because they want the best deal possible. Uh, and so, so they're kind of schemers. It seems like oh, yeah. even in the It's Halloween poem, he's kind of a, a schemer. Come out and play, and then he's going to you know, kill the kid. And then he's gonna, yeah, he's going to somehow trick you into something. But it's funny because uh, uh, I don't know why people have to send me text messages when we're sitting here having these conversations. But I know. I just is, got like three of them. It's yeah. like, don't they know we're recording? Exactly. So, but uh, some of the racial traits are are neat. So they have time is money. And what that gives you as your racial trait in the game is you could cash in on 1% increase to haste, which gives you the ability to to move faster um, when you're fighting stuff. And they have one, one of their deals is best deals anywhere. Always receive the best possible gold discount regardless of the faction so wherever you are and you're selling your equipment you get the best deal possible um another trait that they have is better living through chemistry your alchemy skill is increased by 15 so when you're building potions and and building you know like all these different things you get a 15 percent increase in that skill um they have another skill called pack hobgoblin which calls in your friends you could you could get a banker goblin to come in wherever you are and you could sell your stuff to that dude. A banker um, goblin? Yeah. They got rocket barrage. So it launches uh, a belt of rockets uh, or from your belt, rockets launch from it at the enemy dealing dealing damage, fire damage to them. And then they also have one other trait called rocket jump, which I guess activates your rocket uh, belt to jump o- jump forward or over anything which and then slows them down and and uh, but you can't use it after 10 seconds or so and it's just like a stupid little ability that kind of gives you a little jump in the air but it's still fun um it, it, as i was starting to go through more and more stuff i went to a, a website called unnatural uh uh fandom unnatural unnaturalworld.fandom.com and they were talking about different powers and weaknesses um they said that they can appear as animals uh they can sometimes uh they're sometimes said to be mostly invisible to human eyes so they'd be hard to even even see uh and they uh they weave um nightmares out of um is that gossamer and in insert them into the ear of sleeping humans. So they basically are, are kind of uh, the the reason that we have nightmares if they insert this little stuff into your ears. Uh, other things is, is goblins. Uh, a goblin smile curdles blood. Uh, a goblin laugh sours milk and causes fruit to fall from trees. And a goblin scream <laughs> kills mice. <laughs> so <laughs> i mean how did that come to be a goblin scream kills mice like who is coming up with this character and was like you know what for a superpower i need something to kill 
these damn mice. You know what? I'm going to give them a scream that's so treacherous. It kills all these dang mice. It kills all the mice. Well, you know, here's the here's the funny part. So as I was looking up ways of killing a goblin, for some odd reason, I was having a hard time finding yeah, stuff on Yeah, I couldn't find to... anything either. It's like, yeah, what the so heck? it was funny. So I went on to some Yahoo answers that people had. And uh, one person said, you need an elven-made sword to kill them. You could chop their head off. But I found uh, one by... Is that by... in a game or something? Like in a yeah, game it, you need that? It or... might be. But it's I just, found yeah. uh, on answers.yahoo.com, uh, it was put out by, by someone called Alice Girl 71 And she said, uh, put out a dish of beer and get him drunk. He'll fall asleep on the, on your lawn and then you can run him over with your lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> when I was looking the stuff up, because I typed in, how do you kill a goblin? There were definitely a lot of explanations for, you know, people who play games and whatever the game was. I didn't even read the stuff because it was like, you know, some of those boards, they they get into real geeky conversation. And that's one of the things about these Monster Mondays. Like, Tom and I are not, we're not like experts or even geeks, which I put to a high level. We uh, we love monsters and you know we we love monster movies and games and things like that, but we are by no means experts and know the stuff, you know, frontwards and backwards, anything like that. Yeah. The one other thing I wanted to bring up real quick on on World of Warcraft and I just sent you the link, Mike, is the leader of of the goblin people in this he looks really neat and we're going to put it in the show notes his name is galley wicks and if you scroll down towards the middle of the of the page you're going to see this guy he's got this cane this cool hat he's got this huge oh, second yeah. chin uh he's got this cool you know sort of sort of coat on uh and he's he's one of the main bosses of of the land of uh i think it's called bilgewater harbor and uh he's just if you look at the the whole setting of that place it's just filled with all this this tinkering they they built stuff out of like garbage and made it into this this Hmm. huge place you know one of the mounts that you get as a as a goblin um when you play it is you could get this trike and it's like a motorcycle with you know uh with this neat seat that you could sit on and, and drive it around and, and the sound effects on it are, are really neat. So I wanted to bring that up, but one other thing I wanted to bring up is, uh, is some goblin hats that you could get on Etsy. So if you go to Etsy.com, that's E T S Y.com and type in green goblin hat. And when you go there, you're going to see all sorts of kid, kids sort of hats that look like goblins that some of them just have, you know, kind of a green head with some ears. Another one, you know, has like a little bit more um, with the eyes on there and a nose. And then some are, are pretty intricate. Um, and then, of course, you know, you just got some other little things on there. But you should check that out for sure. Um, just so you could, you know, maybe you want to become a goblin. You can go on there and get close to being one. And then, of course, one last thing I wanted to bring up is uh, Fablehaven uh, by Brandon Mull. It's a great book series uh, that I suggest reading to your kids. Or if you are a kid, you should go down and, and get these books. Uh, but I bought a book called The, the Caretaker's Guide to Fablehaven. Uh, and it's written by, by Brandon Mull, as I said. 
and the illustrations are by Brandon Dorman. And what I like about it is they have a neat little, little, uh, um, kind of an explanation of what goblins are. Um, and you know, I'll just read, read a little bit here. It says these fearsome, vicious creatures differ in appearance, but all are grotesquely hideous. Some goblins have slitted yellow eyes, puckered noses, balding heads fringed with webby hair, and faces that look like dried, shriveled cantaloupes. I just thought that was funny. You know, <laughs> they're sitting there trying to to describe these different types of goblins. And of course, even what Mike said, you know, there's so many different kinds of goblins out there that, uh, you know, we could sit here all day and talk about the descriptions of each of them. But, but honestly, the representation that I think that World of Warcraft um, shows about what goblins look like uh, are on that page that we're going to put in the show notes. You know, even even the, the character, you know, with the big nose and the yellow eyes, uh, you know, and they're small little guys that kind of run around. That's more or less what I think a goblin is. But there's definitely all sorts of different kinds of goblins. So, uh, yeah, but that's that's yeah. what I got. Nice. Yeah. So for, for movies, I was going to say just in these movies, the goblin takes on a ton of different forms. So in 1988, there was a movie called Hobgoblins, which I'd never even heard of. And uh, at the moment, it's it's on YouTube. Um, so I'm going to check that thing out. Then, of course, there's 1986's Labyrinth. There's a goblin king in there if you haven't seen it. Um, but Labyrinth, that's a you know, a good one. Then, yeah. as I said before, 2008 Scooby-Doo and the Goblin King. You have Spider-Man from 2002 because the Green Goblin, he is a goblin. In 2010, there's a movie um, called Goblin, which looks pretty cool. I have not seen that one, um, but that has uh, some Halloween in there as well. And the Spider-Wick Chronicles from 2008. So then if you are in Transylvania and you want to know where to find goblins, well, they're kind of everywhere, but there's a street in Transylvania Hills called Goblin Street, which is full of these little guys. There's also the All Night Goblin Agency located in downtown Transylvania, which offers the best goblin scare services in both the monster and human worlds. Uh, many goblins are happy to work there, but some not so much. There's a, a news story that we have on the Jack Lantern Press, which we'll link to in the show notes here. And uh, it talks about uh, one particular goblin uh, who had uh, some issues with the, uh, with the agency. So those of you goblins applying for positions, you can read, make sure it's really what you want to do. Yeah. So <laughs> that's about it. So... Anything else, Tom, before we call it a night? Nope, I think that's all we got. All right, awesome. So that'll do it for Monster Monday. Uh, for more about the monster universe and the monster revolution that's upon us, or to become a monster revolutionary yourself, go to jackolanternpress.com. We thank you for joining us, and we'll see you again in the pumpkin patch. Pumpkin patch.